this is Jer Lanska with the Anointed Nachos podcast. We are continuing along with the study on joy, how to receive more joy in your life. This is part two, just a continuation, and we're just going to dive into more scriptures, looking at what the Word says about joy. One thing to know is that all the fruits of the Spirit are activated and grow in our lives when we spend time with the Lord, when we abide in Him. The book of John chapter 15, 1 through 12, talks about how we're to be pruned, and we need to abide in him, not just spend a few minutes here and there, but we need to live with him, with Jesus, live in the word, get it inside our hearts, get all of our thoughts out, and anything that the word says that challenges us and changes the way we think. And anything that the Word says that is contrary to what we believe, we need to get ourselves out of the way and put the Word into place and put it into practice and do it. And we will see all the fruits come alive and active in our lives, including joy. We need to spend time with Jesus. I mean, that will solve so many issues, so many things we face in life, because as we elevate Jesus higher, it makes all of our situations Let's dive into some more scriptures in Philippians chapter 2, verse 17. It says, But I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I want all of you to share that joy. So we need to understand that no matter what's going on in life, we offer ourselves, our life, even unto death. It's a service. We want to live out our life for Christ, knowing we're doing everything we can to obey him, to please him, to love him, to worship him. And it's a joy to serve the Lord. In Luke chapter 10, verse 17, it says, When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. So they were sent out, going to different cities, preaching in the name of Jesus, casting out spirits. And they were joyful that everything that Jesus had taught them is coming alive and it's working for them. The things that they saw Jesus doing was working for them. I mean, it's a joy to serve the Lord. It's a joy to know that the same Holy Spirit lives inside of us that rose Jesus from the dead. It's the same spirit that performs miracles when we lay our hands on people. Like, it's a joy to serve the Lord. It's exciting because we have the victory. On the cross, Jesus paid the ultimate price, sacrificing his life and rising again from the dead. But he paid that ultimate sacrifice. He became poverty that we can live in wealth. He took sickness upon himself that we can live in health here in the earth. He has the victory. And when we walk close with him, we should be full of joy knowing that we also have victory over our circumstances. In Luke chapter 10, verse 17, it says, when a trial comes to us, we must ask ourselves, am I more concerned about what this is costing me or more concerned about letting this steal my joy? The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. That's his only purpose. And one thing he loves to do is steal our joy. 
because when we're not shouting in victory and blessing the name of the Lord, praising the name of the Lord for what he's done, for what he's doing, it stops us from receiving blessings. And the devil knows that. He's trying to stop us from speaking, from believing. He wants us to live in doubt and unbelief and get us depressed. But don't let the enemy do that. Don't let him steal your joy. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28, it says, The prospect of the righteous is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. So our end of our situations is joy, the righteous. That's you. That's me. That's those who declare that Jesus is Lord. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8-9, through 9, it says, You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him, and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. We rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. We know that Jesus is alive. We know that his word works. And when we speak it and get it in our hearts, we have joy. We need to get the word of God in our hearts on a regular basis, day by day. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust completely in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So God is the source of our hope. In 2 John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face then our joy will be complete. There's joy just being around other believers. It is one of the strong pillars of the Christian faith to be around those of the same faith, to encourage and strengthen each other as iron sharpens iron. In Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7, it says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news the good news of peace and salvation, the news that the God of Israel reigns. When we bring good news to others, that's the good news of the gospel, of what God has done, what he's doing, telling people how much that God loves them. It's a beautiful thing. It brings peace. It brings joy. So just think about that. You can bring joy to other people because of God bringing joy to you. See, it's not just about us. It's not just so we feel happy and joyful and we can live in our home and just be by yourself. It's so that we can share and express that joy with others. It's contagious. Joy is contagious. Have you ever seen just someone just belly laughing and other people in the room just start laughing because they don't even know why the other person's laughing but it's just contagious like it just brings joy and peace when other people around are happy have you been in a room where every person is just full of slander and gossip and doubt and just speaking negative it's the opposite feeling it just sucks the joy 
right out of the room. I've heard this said one time, that you are either a thermostat or a thermometer. Think about that when you enter a room. You're either going to change the temperature of the room by the joy that you bring in the room, or you'll be a thermometer adjusting to whatever level is already in the room. So spend time with the Lord. Get the joy of the Lord inside of you. As I said in the first lesson of joy, that Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, it says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need to have strength. We need to have that joy, and it's only from the Lord. So be a thermostat. Adjust the temperature in the room for other people. In Luke chapter 15, verse 7, it says, In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over the 99 others who are righteous in heaven straight away. All of heaven rejoices. That means there's angels singing and dancing and praising God when they hear of another sinner that repents. So you might be in a place where you don't feel like you're close with God. Well, today can be your day to get right with him. Just pray, Lord God, forgive me of my sins. I thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. I want you to be my Lord and Savior, and I give myself to you, and I want to know more about you and your love for me. You can have joy and peace. All of heaven will rejoice when one sinner repents and comes to the Lord. Psalms 27 verse 6 says, Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me, at his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. There's just something amazing that happens when you might be surrounded by trouble, surrounded by enemies. But you can have the shout of victory, the shout of joy, singing praises to the Lord. For you have victory because the Lord is with you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It doesn't matter what it looks like around you. What matters is your heart and knowing who the Lord is and that he is for you and not against you. I mean, just think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. As the king looked in and saw a fourth man in the fire, he's like, didn't we only throw three men in the fire? Well, that's what happens no matter what you're going through. Things could be burning around you, but Jesus is with you and he's going to help you get through your situation. Just keep your eyes on him. Just be full of praise to the Lord, for he will take care of you and get you through every circumstance. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 10 says, Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear and they will be filled with joy and gladness. So keep your eyes upon the Lord. Romans 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Some translations say righteousness, that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when we chase after the kingdom first, all these other things are going to be added to us. 
So we chase after things that are good, after righteousness, after peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Everything else in life falls into place when we chase after these things first. Psalms chapter 16, verse 11 says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So there's fullness of joy in God's presence. It's not outside of God. It all is with God, with Jesus, spending time with him. Psalms chapter 22, verse 3 says, Thou art holy, thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. So it says that God inhabits the praises of his people. And Psalm 16:11 that we just mentioned, in his presence is fullness of joy. So when we praise the Lord, it's when his presence comes. And in his presence is fullness of joy. So keep that in mind. If you need more joy, praise the Lord. Shout praises to his name. Think about all the good things that he's done and rehearse them. Go over them. Thank the Lord for what he's done. Shout shouts of victory for what he's going to do. And thank him and praise him. And joy will come. Don't stop until the joy comes. So a few actions for you to do. Action number one is do a life check. Are there things that you're seeking more then you are seeking the Lord. Put things in order and seek first the kingdom, knowing that other things will fall into place. So keep him first. Action number two. Next time you fall into a difficult situation, offer shouts of joy and praise to God instead of falling into worry and stress, knowing that he is well able to deliver you out of all of your troubles. And action number three is to pray. Ask that the Lord will let you experience fullness of joy. Let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you that we're learning about your joy. Not human joy, not happiness that the world gives, but a complete fullness of joy where there's no room, no room at all for any type of depression our negative thoughts or thinking, for our heart to be satisfied, knowing that we are well taken care of and loved by you. I thank you, Lord God, and I pray for every listener right now that they will experience more of your joy than they ever have before when they get in your presence and learn to worship you because in your presence there is where the fullness of joy comes. Thank you, Lord God, that we can be in your presence, that with open arms you embrace us any time of the day, and as long as we want, we can spend time with you. We thank you, Lord God, for joy this year, more than we've ever experienced. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. And I hope that these lessons on joy will help your life through every circumstance you face in the future.
from now on that you can experience more of the Lord's joy in your life. To be able to laugh where once maybe you were mourning or crying, you will laugh with joy knowing that the Lord's hand is upon you. Until next time, thank you for listening.